So when we're interviewing people at, in Nashville, behind us, is, I guess, is going to be a fence. And the interviews go, you'll be able to look at the background and go, oh, that was day three, because there's a hell of a lot more signs than day one. Have you been looking for a business podcast with hosts and guests who don't have a stick up their ass? Yeah, I said it. Damn! Well, if so, welcome to your new home, brother. Brother. This is My Fence Life. Woo! Our three passions are beer, bourbon, and business. And probably in that order. We're bringing on business owners who share tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes stories to help your business be more successful. And we drink during the show. So no matter what industry you're in, pop a cold one and come on in. Welcome to the My Fence Life Studio. Hey, hey, what's up, Fence Lifers? Man, we got a great one for you tonight. We are on Season 6, Episode 2, and we're going to find out what to do and where to be at Fence Tech 2024 in Nashville with good old Michael Reed of the AFA. I'm going to bring him on in just a second here, but we got to go through all the formalities and get that stuff out the way. Uh, don't forget, guys, we're going live using StreamYard. And before leaving a comment, please go to StreamYard.com forward slash, forward slash Facebook to allow StreamYard permission to show your name and your comment so we can see who's commenting and saying what. All right. And guys, you heard it. We are everywhere. We're on the uh, My Fence Life podcast Facebook page, My Fence Life podcast YouTube channel. Uh, we're streaming on uh, Spotify, Apple, all those, man. We're even live on Instagram now. And uh, don't forget, guys, the My Fence Life podcast is the only podcast that's out there financing your expert standing seal pre-standing machine. So if you want a uh, pre-standing machine, you don't want to cough up all the cash right out the box, just hit me up, man. I'll hook you up. We'll run you through my financing. It's running about $60 a month. We'll get you the machine. We'll get it to you delivered. That's shipping and everything. And uh, there's no prepayment penalty. Go do a couple jobs, pay that sucker off in six months, and uh, who cares what the interest rate is if you're paying it off in six months, right? And uh, guys, don't forget, we have the My Fence Life edition of the U.S. Hammer. We're calling it the BBH, the Big Black Hammer. Go to the my, go to MyFenceLife.com, fill out the form. You can't miss it. It's a little jackhammer jumping around on the screen. And... Uh, yeah, we'll get you in the drawing. We got over 300 people in the drawing. And don't think I haven't noticed you guys out there filling out more than one uh, one form. I saw that. I saw a couple of y'all went in there and filled out the forms. You got to at least be sneaky about it and do one today and do one next week. Maybe I won't notice. But when you do like three or four right in a row, you're only getting in once, bro. Come on. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, we got more stuff going on. If you want to win a Fencer's Dozen, if you want to win 150 black donuts for your no-dig vinyl installs, look, these black donuts that we're giving away, there's 150 of them. They have been proven. They've been in the industry for over two decades, and they work, okay? These things are delivered to you from my fence life, from Dan Blanc, from the Fence King, and we're shipping those through midamericafencesupply.com. Those guys are awesome, and... uh all you got to do is go to the website, myfencelife.com. You'll see the donut, pink donut with the little sprinkles on it. Click it, fill it out, and you can win. Last week's winner uh, was uh, Chris Steele out of um, Pace, 
Florida, Pensacola, they call it. Anyway, he's with High Steel Fence. He should have gotten his already. And a little later in the show, we'll go ahead and mention who this week's uh, winner is. But before we do anything more, man, let me go ahead and bring on the man of the hour. We'll get him in here. All right, fence lifers. Get ready for your shut it. Badass Hinge guest brought to you by D&D Technology. Creator of the Magna Latch. If it doesn't say badass, it ain't D&D. You know it ain't D&D unless it's badass, right? Right, Michael Reed? There you go. <laughs> How you like that, brother? It was awesome. Man, it's a mouthful. I gotta have my shit together. You and I were talking so much before the show. I didn't have my 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 my, my script up. I was scrambling while the intro was playing. <laughs> but anyway, man. Um, hey, do you Good. know? I should have went over this before the show. Do you know how to tell who's in the comments? If you look in the right margin, you'll see comments. You can click on it and see the guys that are commenting that are watching live. Uh, we got Shane Catton on here. We got Colin Shack uh, Shank. I don't. I'm horrible with last names. Front Rock Fence. Hey Dano, my wife's going to enter to win the big black hammer. <laughs> so that's his way of getting around entering twice. He's going to get his wife to right. enter. That's right. awesome. <laughs> Zach Romero's in the comments. Good evening. Can't wait to see everyone in Nashville. I can't wait to see you either, Zach. He was on last week. Man, that guy's got a hell of a story. I don't know if you know it or not, but this dude was in the aerospace. Uh, industry it was like a big dog in that industry you know and he's like screw it i want to i want to sell fence so and uh lisa lisa i'm not even going to try to say your name i guess casada but lisa sent me the best damn christmas gift i ever got michael i get in the mail this big box open it up and there's a crate in it and it came with a little mini um uh breaker bar or whatever so I had to go get a hammer, use this little breaker bar, crack open this crate. And once I got it all cracked open, it was like four or five different uh, pint glasses for beer with nice. coasters and stuff. Man, it was awesome. I was like, this has got to be the best present I ever got. So, uh, yeah, I got all those beer mugs in the office now and uh, got them up on my little deal. It looked nice. So thank you, Very Lisa. Cool. We appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> and uh yeah, and of course, Dan Wheeler's got to rail his head. You know, we just love that guy, Dan Wheeler. He's like, yeah, Pepper had to open the box for me. Well, you know what, Dan? Maybe she did, but I do have to say this, okay? Dan Blanc's voice is just sexy. You hear that, huh, Wheeler? Dan Blanc's voice is just sexy. I mean, maybe Wheeler needs to come over and open that box for me next time. <laughs> Oh, man, enough clowning around. So what is going on, Mr. Reed? We've got a lot of stuff to do in a short amount of time. I know you spend 364 days of planning for one day, and then you start right over the day after. And why does it feel like, even though you've been doing this for about 350 days, it feels like you just started doing it? Well, you're talking about fence tech specifically, right? Yeah, yeah. We're talking about fence tech because it's it's a show, so, man. So I think that um, when, when people start to think about how – it's not even 365. You know, we have a fence tech committee meeting today. We're going over the schedule. We're, we're dotting I's. We're crossing T's, and we're so on and so forth. 
And I'd start talking to the fence check chair for next year, who's going to be Sam Williams. And I'm like, Sam, I got a, I got a conversation we need to have right now. It's just a simple idea, but it's not for Salt Lake. So it's, it goes on like the planning for that. We haven't even gotten to Nashville and we're already thinking about how to make it even bigger and better for Salt Lake city. So Holy uh, cow. we've got a lot to talk about tonight about Nashville. Nashville is going to be an off the chart, but um, just know that we're always in constant, constant iterations about how to make it better for attendees, how to make it better for people who are um, sponsoring, how to make it better for people who are um putting their, their, their wares out on the show floor and trying to get people, more people uh, interested in, in how to make their businesses better. Uh, that, that planning starts you know, even before the, the, we open up on um, Nashville. Yeah, man, it's crazy. So just to give you all a little backstory real quick, the reason why the show is late is Michael had a uh, meeting prior, so we couldn't come on at our normal time. And I was like, hey, man, I don't care what time. We got to get you on this week so we can get the word out and make sure everybody's doing what they got to do. And uh, Cannon's in the uh, comments. Yeah, Cannon, I'm feeling a whole lot better. Uh, I didn't work today. I was not feeling well. So I literally showered and put this baby on right before I sat down here tonight because I've been hanging out at the house resting all day. So uh, What you needed need to do is pull one down one of those glasses from Lisa Fill it up with something warm, fuzzy, and yeah. uh, that would have made everything ready to go for today. Yeah, Cannon. I mean, uh, Benji said Dan has no pants on. You got a camera <laughs> in here, Benji? <laughs> it's COVID, man. Nobody had pants on. So let's get down to it, man. How many days until the show? What's today's date? Today's the 10th. We got 12 days or something like that, or 10 days. Just depends on when you're arriving. You said you were coming in there early. Yeah, I'm coming in Sunday, the twentieth uh, or twenty-first. So yeah, yep. we got about ten, eleven days till Fence Tech, the biggest show of the year. Uh, dude, I, I, I'm excited. I can't, I, I can't wait to get there. I just did a show with uh, Robert Whitaker. Dropped this morning, and we talked about this uh, pickets and picks. Yep. And I like how. You're doing picket and picks, like the guitar pick, the Nashville theme, the whole logo. And I heard what next year is going to be. I'm not going to, I don't know if I can say it, but I like next year's show uh, party. I like the name that y'all came up. Very clever, great marketing. Y'all must have hired Benji McKinney with uh, cleverfox.online to come up with that because that guy's awesome with that kind of stuff. But anyway, I'm just joking. Great stuff, man. Um, I understand Benji's good, but our, t- our team kind of put that together but i do understand the benji's yeah i just had to give a shameless plug i had to work him in there somewhere mike i got it i got you i will tell you this though bro i know we're getting a little off track but the whole uh slogan tagline that y'all came up with i freaking love it man it's uh where you belong yeah the grow the belong grow lead succeed So you got to think about it like what happens when somebody joins AFA, that the whole evolution of that, and we can work this right back into FinTech. So I'll, I'll come, we'll, we'll take this veer and then we'll re- run right back. But this whole idea about where you belong, it, it, it has a double meaning. It's where you belong, like uh, where you feel like it's home, where you, where you belong. And it's also where you belong. Like if you want your business to go better, this is where you belong. And once you're in, once you're part of the AFA family, 
then the next part of that is where you grow. And if you think about the education um, experiences that you've seen us have, we had a great uh, brand new tech summit this morning where we showed people a lot of new software or a lot of software that's in the industry so that they can start to make their businesses better. It's where you belong, where you grow, and where you lead. And if you think about all the opportunities there are to take on uh, leadership roles, whether it's formally within the organization or, or, or connected to the organization, being part of AFA, but now you're connected to ASTM standard writing, or you're connected to uh, another organization within the industry, and then where you succeed. So where you belong, where you grow, where you lead, and then where you succeed. It tells the story of, of what happens when people come to AFA. So I appreciate you recognizing that. It's, it's, um, well, I, I'm, I like marketing. That's why Benji and I get along so well. And that's why him and I butt heads so well, because I'll have a vision, he'll have a vision, and we'll butt heads. Like, for example, you know, Ken Throck, Throckmorton is in the, uh, the comments about J.C. Gurry signs. Dude, you don't know how long Benji and I butted heads over this new sign that I had to get. He wanted to go one route. I wanted to go another route. And then we kind of sort of went his route and my route, and my new fence sign came about because we both have a vision and an idea. And sometimes we're like husband and wife, and we fight about that shit. But we get it worked out because we both have marketing minds. So when I saw that, I remember because when I first saw it, I was like, man, um, I even texted Joe because y'all just came out with it. And I texted Joe Everest and I was like, hey, Podfather, uh, what was that damn slogan that AFA came up? I can't find it anywhere, you know? And he was like, grow, uh, I forget, grow, grow, belong, grow, lead, succeed. However, yeah, something like that. And it's just, that, that's pretty powerful, man. It's amazing how four words can say so much. Yeah, it's, um, and I and I will give kind of a shout out to the J.C. Gurry guys, be, folks, because, uh, when we started talking about our own fin signs and what we were doing as giveaway, that's what Ken's referring to in the comments is that the, one of the things that we're going to start doing is uh, having collectibles. And, and one of the collectibles for here at this national event is these JC Gurry sign, the signs that JC Gurry did for us. And, and those signs, there's only 500, 500 of them. And they say, you know, long grow, lead, succeed. And it, it kind of marks it. So, man, I feel I feel like Benji, me, let's see, me, Benji, and Cannon, because Cannon helped design the first fence sign that we did. And then Benji and I decided we need to do a different one every year to make it collectible. And everybody's jumping on the bandwagon, man. You know what? That, that's what happens here. You know, you get a good <laughs> idea for about five minutes, and then sure enough, somebody comes along right behind you thinking that they invented it. So. Yeah, we've got 750 of the Fence Life signs to give out. Um, this was 2023's, and 2024's is going to be black. It's going to be reversed, black with white writing. It looks really awesome. We gave out 250 or, or maybe, fi maybe 500. We No, we gave out almost 500, 475. I mean, we had 25 signs left. At uh, in, in Las Vegas for the fence show. So Mark, which, by the way, if you don't know Mark and Mary Cobb from J.C. Gurry, you got to go meet these guys. Now, they're not going to be in Nashville. Heidi's going to be there, the office girl, which, be perfectly honest with you, she's the end because Mark and Mary just run things, but Heidi runs shit. So go talk to Heidi. But those guys are amazing. Um, they came down to New Orleans for a security show, and I literally – 
drove to New right. Orleans just to have dinner with them. They're such great people. <laughs> You know, they, fantastic. And I, I don't know if you're actually looking at the comments of the. We we originally thought we were only going to do a run of 500, but they just said that they had 800. So, thank you guys uh, very that, very much. We we appreciate it immensely. Yeah, man, they're they're awesome. And uh, so I got my new signs coming, and I got to give a little uh, uh, plug to Cannon Johnson. He did the first reflective sign, and now my signs are going to be reflective also. So. Those guys, Mark Cobb and Mary Cobb, are great. And actually, guys, if you call up and you are a first-time buyer, maybe, Mark might correct me, but uh, you get 5% off your J.C. Gurry fence sign if you mention my fence life. So make sure you do that. That's 5% off. That adds up. Trust me, those signs ain't cheap, but they're really nice signs. So I know you want to cover a lot of – I know you want to cover a lot of ground tonight, but one thing I will say – I, one of the, the traditions that I find that I love about this is when when you are on a Zoom call with people and you'll see behind their the scenes the the signs that they've traded. We're mimicking that in the AFA booth, so we need people to bring their signs and put them up. There's going to be a big where you guys are going to work, Dan, where you and Joe and Dan uh, and Nathan and Dan are going to work um, in the booth. There's going to be fence space. And so there will be opportunities for people to put their signs up on that, up on that uh, fence space behind nice. where you guys are going to be working. So it's going to be. Uh, That's going to be, be awesome, man. And J.C. Gurry does a contest also. So you better bring more than one sign. Excuse me. There because you go. you're going to want there to put go. a sign up by J.C. Gurry to see who has the best fence sign, which, by the way, the uh, Fence Track. Thank you, Fence Track, for sponsoring these. They won in Vegas as the number one fence sign. And they'll be doing it again in Nashville. And from what you're telling me, I think because we talked a little bit about it. So when we're interviewing people at, in Nashville, behind us, is, I guess, is going to be a fence, wood, chain link. I don't know what it is, but people are going to be putting their fence signs. So as the show goes and the interviews go, you'll be able to look at the background and go, oh, that was day three because there's a hell of a lot more signs than day one. So that's going to be true. pretty dope. Man. I like yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. So, man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm yeah, excited. I want to, uh, you know what? Uh, how's the wife and kid? No, <laughs> I want to talk about fence tech. <laughs> man, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, I'm going to Nashville for that. And then I turn around and I go to Expert Stainless Steel University like a week later. So I'm going to be all Tennessee'd out. But I'm, I'm ready, man. So, first thing we got going on, I think um, I see Robert Whitaker in the comments with Purple Coaching. He's got some kind of deal, y'all doing Monday maybe or something? What, what, what's going on? I know y'all start out hot and heavy with stuff on Monday morning. So on, on Monday, that is when the board of directors meets, our chapter presidents meet, and there's education sessions that are happening that day too. So there are several pre-conference workshops that are happening that, happening that Monday. Uh, and you'd have to either add to your registration or go back at this point to you know, to, to be there for that Monday education. Uh, but Tuesday, the whole idea is that's when people are starting to come in because um, they'll go to education sessions during the day. And we've got five tracks all along that kind of flow along uh, either business building or leadership development or sales and marketing. And then uh, and that rolls, that education rolls uh, into Tuesday night with pickets and picks. You know, the, the, the big event that it's going to be um, 
Bars galore. It's going to be great music. Dude, big games. Big is not the word, man. He's got like 1,400 RSVPs, and they got somebody bringing bourbon. I feel sorry for that poor bastard bringing the bourbon. Can you so, imagine? So here's what's funny. The 1,400 is only the people who checked off and said you'll be there. The, that party is open to anybody who registers and has their name badge already. So, so, that's, so that's that's where I was headed. Yeah, that. Oh, okay, sorry. All you got to do is have the badge. Just go to the third floor, get your badge, and whether you checked in the box that you were going or not when you registered for uh, for the for the AFA event, the Fence Tech deal, you can just go up to the fourth floor and go. And that's going to be Tuesday Tuesday night from six Correct. to ten. Correct. And don't be late. There's a lot of stuff going on, and they got to shut down at 10, and there's going to be so much stuff going on. If you're not there at 5.15, 5.30 waiting to get in, you're going to miss something because at 6.05, something's going to happen, and you're going to miss it, and you're going to hear about it later and wish you were there. I, I think it's a great – that's a great summary of that. Yeah. I think that's a great summary. And and the reason why we, we end up getting out of there is that we turn over that event for awards. You know, the next day, that's where awards are done and, and everything else. So – we get out of there and then let people go out and enjoy Nashville. That's one of the reasons we're ending uh, that at 10 is so that people can get out and, and make the most of being in um, one of the biggest parties in, in the country. Oh, yeah. Nashville is great. I remember when I was leaving OKC uh, last year's. it was me, uh, Susan K. Worley, and Kevin Steve because um, they, they both hitched a ride with me up there. And that's the whole, that's the whole reason why I drove, because I had a couple of people like, man, I don't know, Kevin Steele was like, I just started my business. I don't really have the money to fly up there and this and that. So I was like, I'll just drive. So I picked up whoever I could, and um, we hauled ass up there. Well, on the way back, the energy was so good, and, man, Oklahoma was so much better than New Orleans. I hate to say that, but New Orleans, we had a horrible mayor with COVID, and it didn't make things really comfortable for people, so we got to go back. But anyway, on the way back, we were like, dude, Nashville's going to be freaking insane because you could just feel the energy pick up. you know. Yeah. The, and it, I think it had a lot to do, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but it had a lot to do with the the – the influences and the media and the hype that we brought and talking about it. And I think that had a lot to do with it. It wasn't everything, but it definitely was part of the piece to the puzzle, you know? And I'll tell you what, it really has, it really has taken off. I, I think, I, so I will say that I definitely, when I think about the energy and the excitement that's been created for Nashville without any doubt whatsoever, it's, you know, it's you, you all um, have been a huge part of that. I think that, that, that there's just, just something magic that comes together when the folks in this industry get together and, and it is like family coming together at each of these events. When people come together, um, magic happens. And, and, and there was a lot of magic that happened in, in Oklahoma city. It was a great, it was a great, and, and and I was in New Orleans as well. And New Orleans is a great party town. And, and it, it might have been COVID. It, it, it might have been coming off of COVID. And people were still unclear of how things were going to go. But by the time we got to Oklahoma City, we were rolling. And I would just say that moving from Oklahoma City, the energy for Nashville is just going to be it's just going to be exponential. It's going to yeah. be epic. It's going to be crazy, man. And I tell you what, I learned my lesson in Oklahoma. I did not get a room in the Omni. I ended up, 
Where the hell did I stay? I got a room somewhere else because I didn't book soon enough because it was filled yep. up. But I tell you what, every night I went by the Omni. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, man, I should have stayed here. So yeah. I got a room at the Omni this year. I didn't, I didn't mess around. I'm well, right across the street. Oh. Early. It may be difficult to get a room at the Omni now. It may be impossible to get the room at the Omni now. But w- let's have this conversation about as we as we look to Salt Lake City in the future. No, I know exactly what you mean. There's something that happens in that when, when those people are hanging out after education and after the show floor. Uh, and so I would encourage folks that when you start to make your plans and you're all excited about uh, coming out of, of, of Nashville, you know, it'll be a little while till we're ready to, to release registration for Salt Lake City. But when, when that housing opens, jump on the host hotel. Oh, you got to. You got to. Absolutely. You want to be in that host hotel. Well, so let's let's talk about Nashville a little bit more. So so at, don't be out too late after pickets and picks, because when we we're taking advantage of being in Nashville on the next day, when we come back for the um, when we come back for the keynote speaker, the keynote speaker is like going to be like being even though there's going to you're going to be there with, you know, eleven hundred of your closest friends. It's going to be like being at a. A, a music round robin. So our keynote speaker is a group of singer songwriters that are just going to tell story, uh, tell stories about their businesses, tell stories about the hit songs that they produced and working with the artists who did them. So they're going to, it's going to be, it's going to be great music. It's going to be hanging out. It's going to be inspirational from people's businesses where you get, man, I never thought of it over in this environment, but I could take that same lesson and apply it to my business. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a good way to kick off from an energy perspective with uh, the organiza- with with the event, but you're going to get something out of it and listen to some really good music. And and uh, and it's a secret about some of the hit songs, or I guess it's not secret, but we're downplaying which of the hit songs. But there are some crazy great singer songwriters that are going to maybe even do some special stuff for us, uh, our folks in the industry, as they're. As they're jamming, so well, man, I can't wait. I'm don't excited. miss, don't miss, don't so, sleep in and say, "Oh, it's just a keynote. I can skip it." If, so that's going to be I'll Wednesday. Just, yeah, that'll be. Yeah, the keynote is on Wednesday, and it uh, we'll kick that off at nine thirty with introductions, and then uh, the songwriters will be working by by nine by nine forty. They'll be um, they'll be rolling. Oh, the doors open at ten thirty. I'm looking at it right now. So. Uh, we do a sound check at 9.30, and then the doors will open at 10.30 for um, keynote. So I can sleep till 10.25. Perfect. You can be there till 10.25. <laughs> I'll, sleep, I'll sleep till 10.25, and I'll get over there for 10.35 because <laughs> I'm going to be out I late. Do have notes that I'm, I do have notes that I'm working on, but I, I will also say check your, check your times and your schedule. Um, but be there, be there early at you know ten thirty, so that you get a seat, so you can see up front. But it's not going to be one of those keynotes where, where, uh, where you think I could have skipped that. If you're going to, if you skip it, you're going. It's somebody. It's what you said a few minutes ago. Somebody's going to say you should oh, have you been skipped there. out on the keynote. You should have been there. Yeah, just like last year, I skipped uh, Matt Warner's deal. I was like, damn, man, I heard all about it, and I was like, I mean, I've heard Matt talk so many times, and I'm like. He's probably going to do something. And he did something completely different. And I was like, ah. Oh. 
So, uh, but I did end up getting to see it at Tony Thornton's first um, first uh, business thing summit. that he did at Monkey business Island. Summit. Yeah, his business summit. I did get to see his first one, and I got to catch it there. And I was like, "Oh, this is what I missed." Okay, but yeah, I'm yeah. Done. Look, I went in my Google Calendar and started putting in because absolutely, I, I got to open absolutely. up my phone and be like, "Oh shit, I got this going on at nine thirty a.m. I got this at eleven a.m. I got to interview this guy because we've got we've got the tailgate deal or something. They got some uh, um, the awards the awards ceremony. Well, like an hour prior to that, they're doing a tailgate deal for all the AFA chapters. I got that. That'll be on that'll be on Thursday. But just so let let's move right from before we get to Thursday. Let's just move so you. So one of those things that if you if you understand how this meeting goes, and this is our conversations kind of insider information for for the folks listening to to your so you move from the keynote, then there's going to be um, bars and a, re- a short little reception to allow people to gather, and then then you do the ribbon cutting, and the ribbon cutting at these events is kind of a CNBC event. Open the the doors open, uh, the folks are waiting for it. Uh, attendees to, to participate, the, you know, the, the folks that are working the show floor uh, from from the various vendors. And then you do that ribbon cutting and then it flows in. And I'm, I'm telling you, people are going to love the layout of this show floor. And like you were taking your Google, Google Calendar and putting your, your events in there, people need to schedule it like you would schedule work. Just know that it's going to be a whole lot of fun, but you're going to need to schedule it so you can get all the fun in. So you can get all the fun in. Right. No, no, you're but, right. Um, you're right. It's going to be crazy. And then, and then we're also, just so I can say, since we're at the ribbon cutting, um, yeah. at right after the ribbon cutting, as everybody's coming in, uh, my fence life's going to be going live with U.S. Hammer. And Shane Millite Drinking Cat is going to be there. And we're going to announce the winner of the uh, My Fence Life Black U.S. Hammer edition. That's gonna happen. Nice. That's gonna happen right at the ribbon cutting as everybody's flowing into the floor. So that's gonna be awesome. Nice. So the and the way of this and this is gonna be one of those things. So if if you have not signed up for Finstead, then you will miss it. So when you open and walk in those front gate, it's gonna be like walking into it's 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 labeled the park, and so you'll walk into the park, and then you'll be able to and and. The, all the folks who are exhibiting, the exhibitors are loving this. There's a there's like a track that runs around the whole entire show floor. So this is even the show floor will will be something to see. Like that, you you'll be able to walk in and Noma will be on one side, the FAB booth will be on the other side of the park, and then around that park area where there's bars and a small stage and uh, food trucks, you'll be able to walk and and so the access to um, all the exhibitors that you want to see is going to be very convenient. And even though there's going to be, you know, there's 300 people that are exhibiting uh, plus, you know, and that that's roughly 80,000 square feet. Huh. It's uh, so I, yeah, I heard, I heard about the new layout and how it was on a circle, a radius yep. Yep. diameter, whatever word that is. Right. The, uh, the layout was different and it was going to make it easier. So, you know, cause I'll tell you, man, New Orleans, I made like, I walked in the door and I did the right half. I never even made it to the left half. 
And I think that's because I was going up and down, up and down. A circular motion is going to get you around the entire place. So I think that's a good idea. I'm excited yeah, to see it's, that. Um, everything was done. You know, our if you if you think about our our meetings team and 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 um, and I think Dan was talking to uh, Danielle earlier today, and so just giving a shout out to Dan Wheeler's show. Danielle probably talked a lot about, it, but our meetings team really did everything they could to take a take a really great show in Oklahoma City, and said, "Okay, th- this is the things that worked. How do we make it even better? Th- these are the things that that we knocked it out of the park in Oklahoma City. How can we make it even better? And not just for the folks attending, but for everyone, for the students that are in the classroom, for the people who are taking tests." for the exhibitors, for the sponsors. The team was so intentional on how do we make this experience the best trade show experience? Because, you know, the, the exhibitors go to trade shows all the time. We want we want Fence Tech to be the one they talk about no matter what other trade show that they go to through the entire year. And that's done by having great attendees who are having a great time, who are ready to engage them. Yeah. And and that's that's what's going to make the show in terms of the work of the show. No, I agree, man. Um, and I think the layout is going to be something fresh and new. And it's going to just add more to the buzz. It really is. So what else we got going on? Doors open, ribbons well, cut. We're all running around. We're we running around. Go. You're making you're, – you're, you're winning U.S. Hammer, Hammer stuff. Um you're talking to people. You're learning on the show floor. Um, is there anything? A lot of folks. Is there anything go special going on on the show floor? Um, I heard you mention a stage. You're gonna have things going on at the stage. Um, yeah. So in the park, there's there's you know if if you think about other trade shows, I'm not gonna talk about any of our in our past trade shows, but I've been to a lot of trade shows in my life, and it's always this concession that's in the back and there's all these empty chairs that you have to weave your way through. Like the whole idea was to try to bring, um, bring this professional, but casual and friendly environment that our folks thrive in. Uh, and, and, and that stage area is going to have a ton of food in it. It's going to have, um, music in it and it's, be a lot of stuff good stuff happening that's on the floor that allows as you're walking and and, and interacting with different exhibitors um, there's an opportunity for you to maybe have a sidebar conversation with them and have a, a little um, have a little soda pop with them and sitting in the park and and do something not sitting in their booth but maybe it's doing something in the park so you keep saying something that's that? you keep using the word park why are you using the word park Yes, that that whole park area in the middle. So that circular thing that you were describing, uh-huh. that whole center park center area is going to be the park. Okay, it's going to be set up in a very casual, very relaxed uh, environment. I got you. Food, okay, music stage. That middle area where the Noma booth will be and the AFA booth will be, it's going to be where people kind of kick back and relax. And like I said, you could have a sidebar conversation with an exhibitor there. Um, be a couple bars in there. It's going to be nice, nice, dead center. I like that. Now, 
Um, I'm sure you're going to be having a lot of noise and commotion going on from uh, the fence games, right? Isn't Sean doing his fence games? Yes. Dude, that's a huge hit, man. In Vegas, it was crazy. Those guys, it was insane. And, uh, um, yeah, I was was thoroughly impressed with it. It was crazy. Yeah, he did. When when we – and when when he and I originally talked about that idea in Oklahoma City, what that might look like, what he described, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. What materialized out of that description with the giant truck and all the events and so on <laughs> and so forth, it was it was pretty awe inspiring. And I think that he worked he even worked it again for for the Vegas event. And then uh, I expect that to be just a, another great thing. Um I think what I like best about that whole deal is, is now, did, did he do it in, in Kansas? I mean, did he do it in Oklahoma? Yeah. Yeah, did in Oklahoma. So now he's starting to get like uh, first, second, and third place. Like, so this guy and this, so now we're getting a leaderboard from the years. And I think the more years that go along, there's people's names that are going to be up there that you might not ever see again, or they're over there fighting over a spot. So I think that's the more that he does it, the the more of the competitiveness is going to come to it, and I like that about that. I really do. I think it's a great thing. Um, so, what else? So we get we get through Wednesday, right? What we got Wednesday night? Anything? So Wednesday night, uh, Wednesday night. One of the the pieces of feedback that we've gotten from folks is that um, Wednesday night is really an opportunity for for people to be connecting with uh, their customers. So exhibitors are taking folks to dinner. Uh, People are connecting with people that they know in the industry. Uh, And and we left a lot of that time available in there. So we we come back for Thursday, and that's what you were alluding to earlier about um, this award brunch and the chapter tailgate. And so our chapters, as you know from being part of it, our chapters are such an important part of um, the AFA experience. And, And that's this... Uh, awards brunch and chapter tailgate. Uh, the idea is to bring people together in their chapter. So you know, this will be one of the times that a lot of those chapters will call it a meeting. It'll be one of their meetings for the year. Yeah. Uh, and it'll just be a chance for people to connect and have fun. And then it'll move into the awards, the awards brunch. And that's where we do our recognition. We do our chapter recognition. We recognize the outgoing volunteers. I mean, AFA I mean, we do have an incredible staff team. We have an incredible staff team, but that's not what makes AFA. What makes AFA is the volunteers and the connection between the volunteers. And what makes AFA special is that we have generations of volunteers. So folks whose grandfathers were part of AFA, whose fathers were part of AFA, and now they're part of AFA, and that network of people who, who, who raise their hand and say, I want to participate at the chapter level, at a committee level, at the board level, those people who, those are the people who make AFA. That's the secret sauce of AFA. It's those yeah. volunteers who when make I, when AFA. I, when I was interviewing Robert Whitaker uh, on the show that released this morning, he was like, man, I am thoroughly impressed with the volunteers that are working with, uh, with the AFA. He's like, man, they are a group of professionals. And he, he, he just basically said it was a joy working with them, you know? 
And, yeah, it's um, and those these are guys that aren't on staff. They're all volunteers that he said he that right. he was discussing. You know, yeah, he really has some. Well, good I think things you to remember. Say. I think when you when you and I did our first interview, and I told you my story, uh, I had been consulting with the organization for several years before I. Tony Thornton and I were good friends. Uh, I had consulted with the organization. I knew the volunteers. I knew the organization quite well because we had tackled some some pretty big changes in the organization. And I had a growing consulting business and they had hired me to, to run the search for Tony's replacement. And the volunteers came back and said, we, you know, you need to be part of this. And, and it was that group of volunteers, the, the, these folks were mostly board members. It was those group of people who, who made me want to be here. Uh, and in it, and obviously greatest decision that I've made, but um, though it, our volunteers make this organization special and they've done exactly that since 1962. It's, it's a, it's a, the trade association that leads this industry is a very special place. Unlike anywhere else that I've ever been associated. With. Really? It's that special. Wow. Wow. So was my buddy Randy Ward one of the guys that said, hey, you need to run for this deal? You need to Your buddy for- Randy Ward was the guy. Oh, come on. Yeah. Man, he can, I, he can pick a diamond out of the rough, boy. He's something. That guy, he's got an eye. I, I love you know, that you guy. Pick, you, pick, you pick the cliche, but I that guy can sell ice to Eskimos. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But he's a hell of a guy. How do you not start talking to him and just sit there and talk to him and lose track of time? Randy's a great guy. Yeah. He really is. So, so not taking any way, anything away from what you just said, Randy is a great guy. But what I love about is that you, you probably could have named a dozen people. You could have named a dozen people and it might've been any single one of them that, that is that great of a human being where you can, where you can say, uh, like I don't. I'm afraid to name anybody else because I might. <laughs> I might leave somebody off out, and that would be the rest of the show. No, no, we don't want to do that. But I, I've met some amazing people that are in my life that I wouldn't have that phone number to pick up and just call whenever I needed to. You know, Matt Warner is one of those guys. Uh, you know, I just recently, just to give you an idea of how these fence events are so important, not only to your business but your and your business's growth, but your personal growth. Um, I met Charlie Harris of Fence News at Tony's Business Business Summit just a, yep. a month or so ago. And him and I had some issues. He sent me a cease and desist letter because I was doing the Pete and Jake cartoons, and I didn't know they were copyrighted, right? Well, him and I hashed that out. Now we're great friends. He called me today, invited me to go hunting with him. I'm going to his house uh, on the 18th before Fence Tech. To uh, I'm actually meeting my boot company there so they can do my fitting. I'm meeting them halfway. We're doing it at Charlie's house, and it's it's just become a. a I mean, this. I mean, look, have you ever met Charlie with with Fence News? I, I do. I would be. You about, again, you start talking about people. We're going to leave like a thousand people. I know, but I'm just I'm just mentioning people here recently that I you know I just really connected with Charlie. I just really connected with Randy and and. I connected with him through Instagram because he would comment and send me inboxes and text me about the shows. But I, you know where I really connected with Randy? was, And I, I didn't even go to any classes. was in Dallas 
at AFA University. I just went to hang out and get some content, and I got to hang out with Randy and get to know him better, you know? And so, Dan, you, what we're talking about here is that that connection, and and I'll I, I'm gonna I'm gonna weave in one more intentional element of this of this FinTech. So, when we talk about that where you belong, that's really broken into two elements: that where you belong and get involved at the chapter level, and that where you belong, we have four special interest groups. So, we have the veterans and fence. The Hispanic fence professionals, young fence professionals, and the women in fence. So when when you talk about connecting with people, I look at it like a university. Like people go to a college, and some people are introverted, and some people are extroverted. But no matter where you fit on that scale, you go to that big institution, and you immediately find a place to make yourself to to build your connections. And in AFA. What makes it so beautiful is that AFA logo, you know, that, that, that three-sided fence that has the open gate, that AFA gate is open for people to be here. And that is, that is what AFA is, is, is open gate, come in, find your home, find where you belong, and then start connecting with people. And the thing that we're talking about right here, that's... That's the exciting part of AFA. It's not, it's great education. Yes. And it's certification. Yes. And it's, and it's chapters. It's about the connections that you make with people. And, and that's what makes, that's why I get up every morning, just excited to, to, um, to lead this organization. It just warms my heart to know that you have, are having that connection experience. And if I pick up the phone and call somebody or get on a zoom call with somebody else, they're having an equally good experience with the people they're connecting with. Yeah. Well, when, uh, when, uh, Matt Warner said, well, Michael Reed's a good dude. I was like, okay, I didn't, I look, that's it. I mean, when Matt Warner tells you something like that, you can take it to the bank. Right. So I took it to the bank. So now we, we get through Wednesday night and I think that's the Homeland vinyl party. I think I'm not sure. But uh, I had Jackie on a couple weeks ago, and I'm not uh, sure when I'm not sure when the Homeland Party is. is it Wednesday night or Thursday? Night? It, it might be Thursday night. Might be Thursday. Um, night. I don't I don't have my my calendar in front of me, but um, but I know they have so a big before, party. So the last kind of event before you go, if it's that Thursday before you go to the, yeah, it's Thursday before you go to that the Homeland event. The Women in Fence have a have a great. Um, panel discussion that's happening, a great discussion that's happening, and then the the special interest group SIP and seminar. So there'll be uh, all of the special interest groups will be there, uh, and it'll be a great place to connect before you head out for the evening at your various. Yeah, and then Friday, we wrap things up. Is it a half day? Is it like? It is a half day. What, what time does it start? Eight, eight to one, eight to 12, something like that. Keep talking and I'll, I, yeah, my, so my I know, last schedule is. I know Friday's a half day and then some people fly out that afternoon. But uh, I know Pepper and I, we decided we're going to stay for the weekend. I think Benji's going to stick around. I don't know who else is sticking around, but we're going to go hang out and catch some sights and kind of do a little woo side, wind down before we head home. You know, um, I think it's around noon or so it shuts down. 
Yeah, so it'll it'll end by one. I just don't know. I don't. I, my calendar doesn't say what time we start. Um, it'll it, it'll it'll end by early afternoon. Uh, what we've really tried to do, what the meetings team tried to do this year was, we did a special marketing campaign um, so that f- on Friday, local people can drive in and experience Fence Tech for free, local folks. Okay. Uh, and, and that way, the show floor will still be moving on Friday. There'll be a lot of people. There's a lot of trade shows on that last day people try to cut out. But I think, here's what I believe about this year's Fence Tech. Because there's, it's going to be so large, a lot of folks are going to say, man, I got to Friday morning and I didn't have enough time to see this exhibitor, this exhibitor, or this exhibitor. I need to run by those booths. So I, I know that there will be a down, uh, but I'm thinking that between opening the doors to local uh, contractors that will keep the show floor pretty busy. And then because there's so much to see, Dan, I think that people will have that morning where they've got to go talk to this person, this person, and this person, because the week will have been so full, they didn't have a chance to see those important people. Yeah, Friday's my favorite day because it kind of slows down, gives me an opportunity to go see the people that I wanted to go see, and I can actually talk to them because uh, I didn't get to connect with them one night for dinner or connect it with them at a bar somewhere along the way. Um, it gives me an opportunity to do that. It gives me an opportunity to pull them aside, do a quick interview. Um, I'm going to be doing that this year. I'm going to be walking around doing interviews, just interviewing people after people after people. Uh, I got Rob, the producer, is going to be there. Uh, he's actually there for me, uh, that other guy named Dan and uh, Nathan Downs. <laughs> um, he's going to be there for all three of us getting content because we all have the same producer now, thanks to uh, Nathan hooked us up with this guy so he'll be running around doing that and he'll also be doing some video for uh robert whitaker when he does his deal on tuesday i believe so rob's going to be a busy little bee but we're going to get a lot of content and get it out there and hopefully have it archived for next year so then that way we can start pumping that stuff out a few months before and getting the energy back going you know so i told rob make sure he saves all my stuff off to the side you know so what else we got man anything else great i try to keep these things about 40 50 minutes yeah i don't want to i don't want to beat any dead horses i i think we did a good job of of covering things um i I just will say this I, i don't want anybody to ever you know, because it can be big and if it's your first event you've never been before and you're not going with a, a large group of people, this, this is one of those things where all you got to do is just stick your toe in the water. Just, you want to get engaged. If you want to um, have a, a, an extraordinary experience, just, you know, find somebody in the AFA booth or um, come and talk to Dan. And then all it takes is that one connection. And then you can walk show floor. If you've never been at FinTech before, you walk the show floor with somebody who has, who's been there and who has a few contacts, and you will get a tremendous amount of um, value for your investment in coming to FinTech. And, 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 and all you got to do is you got to stick your toe in. So even if you're hesitant, um, take, take a little bit, be a little bit vulnerable, take a little bit of risk, stick your toe in, 
and it will pay off in droves. And make sure if you see this guy right here, Michael Reed, go talk to him. Go tell him hello. Go shake his hand. He really, he really is a great guy to have a conversation with. He's a smart guy, and uh, he's definitely passionate about the uh, the industry that we all love. So yeah, I, I, I do, and I and I'll I'll do the same. If you see Dan, need <laughs> <laughs> to shake his hand. It's and, and and I'm I'm telling you, all you need to do is strike up a conversation. Uh, our team that's going to be there will will help you feel and help you navigate your way, uh, feel comfortable and then help you navigate your way uh, and meet the people that you, you want to meet. Yeah. Cause yeah. it can be overwhelming. It can be, it's a whole experience can be overwhelming, but in one week you can connect with your local chapter, get involved with a special interest group, meet all the, the people that you, that, that supply you the, the materials for your businesses. You can go to some education classes. You can get certified. Like this is the event that can that can elevate your business. It can change. This is the one place that can change your entire business in one week. Yeah, I think Nick Reich said y'all kind of moved the testing around a little bit, so then that way he could be involved in some things that he's never been involved in. Um, because I think he said every year he missed a keynote speaker. So. Yeah. Yeah, he said y'all move some classes around, so he's going to have a better experience. Nick is a great guy to talk with also. Love that guy. Yeah, so, so who, who you're referring to for people who might not know him is, is Nick Reich is our director, AFA's director of professional development. And so if you're kind of thinking, how am I going to scale my business? What do I need to, what do I need to know uh, to, to make my business more effective and more efficient? Nick is going to be that key contact person because he's the one that is designing these education programs um, for our members to use. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I like his, uh, he does those Reich's reels and then yep. come to find out he actually lives in the same town as uh, Pepper's parents in winter garden, Florida. And I go there a couple times a year and didn't even know. You guys never, never met. And, and, and then we start talking about the same bars that we get, that we go to in Winter Garden and the coffee shop. He's like, yeah, I go there all the time. And I'm like, for Thanksgiving, I spent like a day and a half in that coffee shop working to get away from all the craziness at the uh, at the house for Thanksgiving. I don't know how I didn't see you, you know? So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to go back to Winter Garden, hang out with him, and go have some drinks at uh, – uh, Polaris is the name of it, I believe. It's a cool little bar right there on the strip in uh, Winter Garden. Great little town. So, well, look, man, it was great talking with you, Michael Reed, AFA you. executive director. The uh, the uh, had a lot, had a big 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 pair of shoes to fill with Tony uh, Thornton, but I think you're doing a great job at it, man. And we appreciate everything you're doing for us. So, well, thanks, Dan. I appreciate that comment. That that means a lot because. Uh, Tony, Tony left some big shoes to fill and uh, Tony and I are different. Tony came from the industry and I came out of the association world. Uh, but I get all the benefit of the work that, that Tony, the foundational work that Tony laid down. And, uh, and I have a great, I just can't reiterate enough. I have a great staff team around me and I have a great team of volunteers that surround us that make this job, uh, make this job easy. Well, man, thank you for your time. And guys, get your asses to Fence Tech Nashville. It's not Absolutely. hard to do. There's a com. There's a, a link in the comments or a link in the description. There's links all over the place. It's 
easy. It's a big word that says register. Just click it and uh, get registered. We'll see you there. And hey, guys, y'all keep on fencing. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.